my name is Rico, the Dungeon Master for Season 3, The Restoration of the Twelve Olympians. This season, we'll find our heroes traveling back to the lands of Eris and Enyo with Inharmonia as they adventure through and see what they have accomplished and completed by restoring the three fabled relics, the Sickle of Kronos, the Golden Apple of Discord, and the Robe and Necklace of Harmonia. We'll start with Deborah. I am Deborah, and I am playing a human rogue named Neith. Her name is Neith. And I'm Matt, playing a dragonborn monk named Ari Futan. And I'm Daphne, and I play Gilsira Venfire, who is a halfling druid. And my name is Rico. I am the dungeon master for season three of the campaign. Who's ready for Deborah's Diary? I'm ready. Dear Diary, in our last episode, Neith, Ari, and Martell go down into the catacombs. Vince polymorphs into a hippo. Galsira casts daylight. They go through water and find shrill shrieks of the damned. A leather man comes up. Flesh Gollum. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be the Flesh Gollum. Leather man. And <laughs> that's what I wrote. Leather man comes up. Vince Wish bolts into cluster with <laughs> yeah, wish wound bolt. dripping body parts. <laughs> what did you put in my drink last time? Because oh man, it was mostly mescaline. Neith tries to shoot <laughs> and misses. Martell prays and purple arms appear. One's for the true homies. <laughs> I know, I'm getting this look. Vince spreads bardic inspiration everywhere. Winds of the underworld envelop the flesh golem. Ari. Yo, yo. Something. I did, yep. Through the altar of control. Cut it. I cut the fucking altar. Slashes? I think that might be. Oh, slices. Slice. Ari slices through the altar of control. Spirits return to their home. Martell is knocked on his butt. Yes. Martell pulls Ari down as a something, something, no joke. The church is empty. Yeah, no joke. What was I drinking last time? Rum runners, wasn't it? Okay, no more rum runners for Deborah. Um, They return the land to 72 degrees. (laughs) What? Yeah, 72 degrees. Latitude and longitude. These notes are wild. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it says. Look. Couple of fathoms. Yeah. I have 72 degrees. Yeah, Rico went on one of his uh, explaining the <laughs> temperature and climate. It was beautiful. You, you might have, yeah. Karga is... Karga is... Sh- 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 he scales. Baby Bahamut. black around his eyes. Silvery scales. Maybe. Shivel, shivel, shivel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Ari feeds Karga food from the Magic Mansion. Yes. 
I did it. I made it through these notes. All right. Never again. This Whatever. Deborah's diary supercut is going to be gold. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to listen to that. Oh, man. Okay. It's going to be like coherent, coherent. What happened? <laughs> Let's go, champ. Stretching. It's important. It's important to stretch. They say it's not, but they're wrong. They're very wrong. Stretching's important. So you guys have had a nice long rest in the magnificent mansion. Oh, hell yeah. Sun rises the next day. Oh, fuck. But is only sunny in this town. You can actually see where the boundary of this town exists back into the muck that is the rest of the lands. Like you guys have seen a... uh, rain wall right where like you could stop just outside of it and stay dry but the rain is just right in front of you that's kind of what it's like here where it's like ashy and gross and raining down um skin Mm. on the other side (laughs) but in this town and behind you back towards the rinds um it looks pretty normal (laughs) like it should human rinds and you guys can still see Way off in the distance, that big white funnel of souls going up into the sky, alluding to the fact that you guys are still quite some time from the capital, and it's going to be quite a fight to get there. There is a couple pass out of the city, one going towards the capital, one back across the bridge, and then two others off in each direction. And you guys are free to embark on whatever path you would like. Oh, shit. Should we go off script and just wander off into this land? Mm-hmm. So let's save every town before we go to the vortex. Did we bring our horses? Yeah. Okay, good. They came over the bridge with you. Dope. Are they in the cool town? Yeah. Cool. I, I go and feed Anos. Um, I go inside the church. I say, hey, Anos, which way should we go? He goes, <laughs> Anos doesn't talk. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you go into the church? Mm-hmm. There are people there that are cleaning up uh, zombie and skeleton flesh parts. Um, is there anybody there who looks like a member of the cloth? There is. The old man that was there the previous day is still there. I'd like to go talk to him. Okie dokie. Uh, hi, Reverend. Oh, hello. Hi. Um, I'm Pope. Do you happen to have a prayer wheel? Or- no. Okay. Do you need a prayer wheel? Mm-hmm. Oh. There is the Druids Guild in Aspasia. They may have a prayer wheel. <laughs> okay, thanks. Yes. I just I just walk out of the church. Oh, okay. Mm. What's Martel doing? Martel is doing push-ups. Nice. Getting in his morning exercises. I say, hey, Martel, do you think we should head towards the capital? Absolutely. I think that's probably the right choice, right? Yeah. Yes, I think. The sooner we get there, the better. We should probably make haste then. I like do like a rub down of my horse, check the hooves, make sure there's nothing stuck in there, and then, you know, retighten the saddle and do the horsey things. Okie dokie. You do all the horsey things? I do all the horsey things. All right. It's no problem. Martel says it will probably take us about a week and a half to get there on foot. What about? Faster if we could fly. Like like on an airplane? No, with our wings. 
I can, I can fly much slower than I move. Yeah, but you don't have to worry about going over land and crossing over rivers and streams and yeah but what about my horse fighting undead eat it oh i'm not well, doing that you know, <laughs> if the horses are willing they could turn into clouds with the rest of us we could become clouds that's true that's true we could become clouds mm-hmm. what happened last time something tried to fly and martel looks in your shoulder and sees cedric mm. <laughs> didn't work out so well how high can the clouds go, though? Can the clouds go a lot higher, higher than Cedric? Uh, it doesn't, well, it doesn't actually specify. It just um, has a flying speed of 300 feet, so outer space, basically. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking, oh my gosh, I can't believe Neith is saying this. Um, I don't want to eat Anos. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, I'm sure, you know, the people here would be grateful enough to take care of our horses for us if we left them here. And here the sky is clear. So what if we if we turn into clouds and just went straight up here and we could go up and over whatever was hitting poor Cedric? Yeah, we would have to descend though, and that could be a problem. <clears throat> How long can we remain clouds? Eight hours. Eight hours. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can get there in eight hours. Flying at three hundred feet. You can apparently choose the direction you move because you move at three hundred feet. Mm-hmm. You could be a. It's called what is it? Wind walking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and we don't necessarily have to fly. We could just stay close to the ground and wind walk. Mm-hmm. It's just like really fast fog, fuck. just going down the road. Just <laughs> fucking zoom, zoom, boom, boom, baby. Or we could just get on our horses. I like just... that plan. But in this plan, the horses become willing creatures that also turn into clouds. Well, let's see. It could be ten, ten creatures, and how many of us are there? Forty of us. There's forty. Mm. There's what? Two, four, six. Martel seven. He yeah. just summons Only his seven mount. Of us. No, he's I'm gonna ride I'm gonna ride Karga. Nice. So eight Karga. Are we including Vince? Where is hey, where Nine is Vince, Vince anyway? <laughs> Nine counting Vince. And Vince's horse? Ten counting Vince's horse. <laughs> <laughs> we got ten exactly. <laughs> leave Cedric here. Hmm. <laughs> maybe we should leave the horses here. Yeah, maybe we should. I don't know. I feel like we should leave the horses here. Or we could leave Cedric here. He'd be okay. No, I don't want to leave Cedric here. No, don't leave Cedric here. Oh, I, is, All right, I find some villagers. Are, are, are there any trees nearby? Is there a stable? There is no stable. Didn't think so. Uh, At least not up and running at capacity. Do I see any trees? Yes, but they are not full of green leafy foliage. They were all rotted and decayed, so they are going to take some time to grow back. I mean, is there even just like a pendant yard or something? I mean, if we're going to be like basically flying, we're not going to be gone that long. I feel like we might be making this harder than it needs to be. <laughs> Let's just get on the horses and ride, man. <laughs> Let's do it. He doesn't really want to turn into cloud anyway. It'll probably backfire. Then I can save that spell slot. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Yeah. Let's just ride like the wind. Let's ride like the wind. Vince, get on your horse. Let's go. <laughs> we all get on our horses. You sure you don't want to turn into clouds? Uh, yeah. yeah. I feel like the DM had an evil plan for us. <laughs> He's trying. He's trying. I don't know. This is also Rico. He might have been trying to get us. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Deborah. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's take off towards the capital. On horses? Gallop. Okay. some coconuts. How fast does the horse move? Shit. I need to open another tab. 
how fast whoops horses damn wood walking could have been fun you guys should have done it fast riding is 30 miles in a day normal is 24 and slow is 18 miles 30 miles in a day that's not bad no take about a week and a half to get there was that 10 days 300 miles that's not bad all right, let's go on a week of adventures. Week and a half of adventures. <laughs> so as you guys are getting ready to leave, the townsfolk thank you all for saving their little town. Hey, you're welcome. The priest comes out and asks that if you guys are willing to do so, if you could save other towns along the way, they would be greatly appreciative of it. There are at least four major stops on the way to the capital. Of course, you don't have to. You can just ride to the capital. Well, I feel like if we if we make things okay at the capital, it's going to make things okay at the towns. Yes, but it also could be fun to save people along the way. Also, we won't need to I also wonder if point. these altars like are feeding power into... Yeah, so we should just travel around this like country and, and clean up all the villages first and then go to the capital. I wonder, like, by destroying the altars, if we're actually weakening. Let's go. 452 side quests. Could be. No. Let's go, Jim. It's not going to be 452 Chaos. Four is fine. There are four major cities, much like this one, on the way to the capital. Well, I feel like, you know, next time we do see a town, we should probably stop there regardless. Yeah, we're going to have to. So. To murder its population. We're not going to murder anybody. (laughs) They're all undead. Throw a healing potion at them. Who's going first? I'll head out. Clop, 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 clop. I am going to wait for everybody to go and I will go. Martel will ride next. In the rear. On cargo. Just clop, clop in the machine gun style. As I'm riding, I cast Produce Flame and just like. Burn the forest down? Jesus. No, I just have it in my hand, but I just think it, like I just I'm just admiring how like as I'm riding the wind just kind of shooting it back, so there's like a trail. Are you just having a laugh? Mm-hmm. Huh. Just for fun, <laughs> taking the piss. <laughs> so you all leave this town to make your way, presumably, presumably I, towards the capital. Yeah, I pay attention while riding, I'm looking around. Oh, okay. Like at the landscape. Mm-hmm. So it looks much of the same like it did when you first got into the land. There is no growing crop. There's no living vegetation. It's pretty drab. It's pretty dreary. I'd love to go into exposition, but you busted my balls for it earlier. So now <laughs> no, do I, do I see any? They like your felt your campaign. Do I see any treasure chests? <laughs> no, not yet. Do we see any X's where there would be treasure chests? No. Any monsters? Yes. You can take a look at the surroundings and you will see half-rotted large bears and beasts like gnawing on arms and legs, femur bones, things of that nature. Some of them fighting amongst themselves for whatever meat they can eat. Some of them are missing you know, portions of their fur and their flesh over their skull. A lot of them look like they have dripping acidic saliva. It It's not pleasant, but they aren't going to approach you guys. Unless you were going to approach them, they won't bother you. But they don't look pleasant. Yeah, that sounds gross. 
I'm going to keep riding. Clop, 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 clop. And you guys make it probably pretty comfortably about 10 miles down the road before you come to a fork in the road. There is a bridge that goes over a small little stream and then a fork that goes left and right. And in front of you, up a little bit of ways, you can hear wails and screams of women and children. To the left, it sounds like you can hear a city engulfed in flame and you can smell ash and burning wood. And then to the right, you can hear the snarl and gnashing teeth of wildlife accompanied by wails of, it sounds like, fewer people. <laughs> and Martel stops at the crossroads. He looks left and he looks right and he looks to the front and he closes his eyes for a moment. And then he says, I think we should keep going straight. That's what I also believe. I don't know what of this land we can and can't believe, but knowing this necromancer, I don't think any distractions are going to be real on the way to the capital. But I leave it up to you guys to decide. I think that's correct. I think we should go forward. Carry on, our wayward son. Everybody want to go forward? Mm -hmm. How do you feel about going forward? I mean, at this point, I just I, I don't feel good about any direction. Ah. So I'm okay with going in any direction. That. Neath, forward ho. What do, what do we see directly in front of us? A little bridge going over a stream. And more of the same ash falling in the sky. Oh, so it's like a three-prong fork. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. You said fork, and I was only I only had two prongs in my head, so I got real confused. <laughs> I, did, I, like, I did too. You see a trident in the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that makes such a... Forward is fine. Um, Forward is great. Before we go over the bridge, I just want to go up and touch the bridge and make sure that it's real and not an illusion. It certainly feels real. I, I put one foot on it. It sounds like a bridge and feels like a bridge. Okay. Does it look sturdy enough to handle uh, horses crossing the bridge? I get off Anos to walk him across the bridge. Anos doesn't want to cross the bridge. He kind of pulls against you. I cast float. On what? <laughs> you have float? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's wrong, buddy? And he doesn't look like he's comfortable crossing that bridge. How uh, how wide is this a river or what's going on? It's a stream. And does the left and right fork also cross the stream or does no, it go parallel, they go to, parallel the to the stream? Okay. Uh, how deep does the stream look? I don't know. You could jump in it and find out. Yes, do that. Hey, Gelsira. Hey. You know about naturey things. <laughs> mm -hmm. How deep does the stream look? Can <laughs> you um, like make a nature roll or something? <laughs> I don't know. Believe it or not, I'm actually not proficient in nature. What? I'm I think proficient. I'm proficient in nature. Yeah, since you're the ranger. Who's got a stick? No, actually, I'm not proficient mm -hmm. in nature. Are there like today. sticks lying around, like long sticks? Yeah, there are trees all around you could probably pull oh yeah i'm gonna go grab like a branch or a twig down or something like that i'm gonna go grab a tree branch i'm gonna i'm gonna use the axe of bloodletting to <laughs> cut a tree branch down you had that just whoosh, whoosh, nice and long and then carry it over because i'm strong and uh, just like kind of like lower it down into the stream and see how far it goes how long is your how long is your stick Let's see. It's a tree branch. Feeling good about it being a tree branch. 
Um, let's go eight feet. Eight feet? Yeah. Stream's about three and a half to four feet Four feet deep. Okay, and I, I push it out further into the middle. Is about the same? Uh, it's, yeah, it's about the same. How how far to the other side with my eyes do I see? No, it's only like 20 feet. So it's, it's not that big. But it's probably poison. It's very <laughs> possible it could be poison. <sighs> Damn, I was hoping you wouldn't think about that, Ari. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> what co- say, what color is the string? Mm, that's a very good question. It is a very ethereal acidic looking green color have you seen the tub of acid episode of rick and morty yeah it's kind of (laughs) like that (laughs) and there are there are there is wildlife in the stream it looks like i mean floating fish missing the flesh on their heads with their gills being inside out and their their ribs being exposed on the outside Hey, Martell, could yeah. you, like, bless this river? <laughs> the whole river? I don't know. I don't Probably know how not. blessing works. Probably not. Um, I could part the water, and we could walk through it. Oh, I'm liking this. Or clouds just to the other side. Yeah, we could do that, too. And then, and since these like our horses don't want to go any further, we could just cloud all the way to our destination. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to cloud Look, anyway. I'm not, I'm not thinking the cloud thing's a bad idea, but can you really part the water? I have spell control water. Okay. And will it will it work? Let me, let me confirm. I'm pretty sure it will, but I don't know. Because we could do the cloud thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's 20 feet across. It's 300 feet. We just one move action and then spend a and minute. over, yeah. Spend a minute dematerializing. Or jelly is not going to dematerialize and continue going as a cloud, living our best cloud life. Maybe we could just send Galsira, like, ahead of us. Yeah, you go kill the, the necromancer. <laughs> we'll save the towns on the way. We'll meet you there, but definitely go ahead and take care of everything for us before we get there. Ooh, Galsira and I could go be clouds and we'll go scout it out. Yeah, that's right. And then we'll... Then we'll come back and let you know what we saw. Hell yeah. Anyway. If something happens, it's only two of us. Can you control mm-hmm. the water? Um, can you turn it into a, an elephant or a cool balloon animal? Part of it is called part water. I cause water in the area to move apart and create a trench. The trench extends across the bones area. Separated water forms a wall to either side. So kind of like Moses. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, let's Moses across this thing. Yeah. It's only a few feet down. The horses can get down a few feet to, to walk across and get back up a few feet. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to work against this poison water, but we'll see. Let's find out. Um, is there... A, I mean, we'll be able to tell with our eyes whether it worked or not. Is there like a branch? Ari's holding one. Hey, Ari, can I have your branch? Here you go, champ. And I kind of break it to make it look like a staff. Uh, my branch. <laughs> <laughs> and... uh. I go up to the edge of the water and I part <laughs> like this. <laughs> and I cast control water to make it part on either side so there's a trench in the middle we can walk through. Sweet. It doesn't part. This isn't water. Mm. Clouds? Well, there goes the spell slot. Just take a swig of ambrosia. What are you doing? It's no good here. Oh, right. Shit. I ate my Wheaties, though. <laughs> oh, my magic mushrooms taste like shit. Unreal. 
What a terrible place this is. <laughs> it's pretty awful. Yeah. Um, a breath weapon, the forest around me. Is there a forest around me? Breath weapon. All right. Well, do we want a cloud across then? Yes. Okay. Anos, cloud? Neith, are you okay with this? I mean, we're just going across the river, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just right. I mean, I don't know. I feel like we have eight hours where we can be clouds. I mean, it seems like we could... See how far we can get. Try mm-hmm. to get to the, the sounds of people dying real quick. Mm-hmm. They can't be that far away. We can hear them. Sound is a thing. Maybe like the, it has a the limited first distance town? it works in. Yes, let's, yeah, let's, let's cloud to the first it town. Maybe you want to stay close to the ground. Hey, Martel, so. you want to be a cloud? Karga, cloud. could be a cloud. Well, Karga, you could just fly across, couldn't you? But, you know, be a cloud. Be a cloud. Want to be a cloud? I'd Martel, you cloud. could fly across as well. So, Well, because like cloud. one of us is going to have to not be a cloud, right? Why? Because of Cedric. Mm. Cedric makes Cedric 11. can fly. Well, yeah, well, but Cedric got like beat up last night. Yeah, no, we don't want that to happen. He's just going to fly low over the bridge to the water to the other side. And then... I thought we were going to be clouds to the first town. Uh, is he being hurt just by existing on your shoulder? Can he like morph with you to be a cloud? Is it only <laughs> when he goes up into the air that it's bad news? Like, let him waddle and catch up someday. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm just thinking like... Oh, I don't he's know. an apex predator. I mean, he's, a, he's like an like owl if he flies, like just really close to the ground. I think he'll be okay. I'm like, hey Cedric, how long can he do that for? Um, I asked Cedric. Hey Cedric, do you think you can just fly really close to the ground? Low to the ground? Mm-hmm. Easy. How how long can he do that? And then he tops off your shoulder and glides into the air across the bridge, and then lands on the other side of the bridge. All right, let's just okay. cloud across the bridge okay. and then just head to the next town. Okay, let's, all right. So are we just clouds to the, across the bridge? Yes, let's do that, because okay. then we can don't have to leave Cedric in our cloud dust. Okay, so I this requires fire and holy water. I already have the holy water, so I just produce flame and Country. cast a spell. Chemtrails. Oh, shit. We're part of the problem now. The Illuminati. What? <laughs> All right, so you all have about one minute of transformation before you all become clouds. You slowly begin to feel lighter. You are able to look through your hands and arms while you still have working eyes. Eyeballs of life. And then after about one minute, you are all a swirling, writhing mass of dense fog-like material. All right, I move across the bridge. I, I go about 20 feet, no, not 20 feet, like 10 feet up, and then I go across the bridge. You go 10 feet up? I'm going like five feet up, normal. You go five feet up? Normal height up above the bridge and acid. How high are you going up? LSD. I'm going to like stay with Gelsira's cloud. All right. So you all begin to float like clouds across the bridge. And as you do, there is a rather large gust of wind that comes through. And all of you in cloud form are now being forcefully pushed with the unnatural winds flowing in the air further down the stream. In your beautiful cloud forms. This is awesome. You can see yourself getting farther away from the bridge. You can see the stream of acidic-like fluid begins to get a little bit faster as the wind is pushing you down the stream. 
parallel with the path, and the stream begins to open up a little bit wider. That becomes a form of rapids that will eventually lead to a waterfall that will fall into a larger (laughs) pool of this acidic-like water with half-alive alligators, crocodiles, gnashing and gnawing at each other. And as long as you guys remain clouds, you will forever continue to be pushed further (laughs) through the boundaries of the land in your wonderfully no-strength gaseous form. So you guys have fun figuring that out with no way to communicate (laughs) with one another. But you guys do know you can, you know, take a minute to shape change back into a physical form. No, we can't take the dash action as a cloud. So I try to take a dash action away from the wind that's like carrying us. Okay, so you try and dash against or out of the wind? Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. Mm. I also try to dash against or out of the wind. It doesn't work. You guys have now dashed further away from the stream and away from the cries of the people and the paths. All right, I just dematerialize and die in the acid. Nice. Yeah. So you're going to dematerialize? Just dead. <laughs> I'm worried about our horses. Yeah, they're dead. (laughs) We fucked it all up. I. (laughs) At what point in time did you guys ever forget the point where I said there was swirling ash in the air? I mean, I was just going to fly across the bridge. Just float across the bridge. Well, we thought we were like maybe low enough to not be caught up, but. Neith needs to just stick (laughs) with her guts. You know, it's wind walking, you know. Okay, so I. Would it take all the feeling that I have as a cloud? <laughs> just dead. You're not going to die. Calm down. Concentrate so it on the feeling of Athena, like maybe like, you know, the feeling of an arrow moving through the air or something. And as much as I can as a cloud, pray to Athena for any sort of help or guidance or something. You begin to float against the wind that's pushing against you. Ooh. Like in your thick, wispy cloud form, with your thoughts and prayers to your deity, you have successfully broken free of the wind that was pushing you. So now you were just floating there over this waterfall and lake so I, i've stopped being pushed yes. kind of floating there <sighs> am i able to like float myself over to the path yeah okay i want to i want to do that i want to float myself over to the path land on the path and and turn back into myself all right and you are able to do so and then I think really hard, you know, a warrior is nothing without the rest of their army and their horses. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not going to win this war alone. <laughs> Please! Except Avenge me! Are you still, still dematerializing, Matt? Yes. So Matt dematerializes over the pool of acid-like substance, but he is a dragonborn with wings. So he is now just flapping his wings over the pool of the acid. It is a little more difficult to breathe being in the air, but you can still, you now see Neath off on the path. Can I try to flap 
the Anos cloud over towards the path out of the wind stream. Yeah, Anos isn't going to be able to fight against it. So you want to guide the Anos fog over to the path? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And try that, and then if I can try to maybe... Martel and Karga do the same thing. They're done being clouds, <laughs> and they're going to just change back into Dragonborn and Dragon, and they're going to laugh to themselves and say, that was absolutely silly. Yeah, that was great. Uh, you know, I'm glad we did it once, and again in the future. <laughs> You know, I I wrote down, uh, we turn into clouds. Does Rico let us? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I totally let you turn into clouds. Yeah. You did let us turn into clouds, yes. Okay, I dematerialize. Are we on the other side of the- Where are you? What are you doing? The bridge now? Did you want to be on the other side, or are you on the path with Neith? What the path? There was the there was a path that went parallel to the stream. Yeah, I because I said I w- pushed him over to the path, so he's over to the path. So you and Anos are standing there with Neith, yes. and her horse, yes, and Martell and Karga, yes, and the Martell and Karga are having a raucous laugh at the idea of being clouds with supernatural necromancer winds blowing in the air. I mean, <laughs> do we have like any better ideas of how to get the horses across? Yeah, just force them across. Just pull them by their reins. Wait, where, I, wait, I wait, wait, where is Gelsira? Is Gelsira like over the bridge? Yeah. yeah. All right. Wait, what? I, I, I'm dematerializing. Are you going to polymorph or shape change? Or yes. are you? Oh, okay. I'm, good deal. I'm going to wild shape into a giant eagle. Booyah. There you go. So you dematerialize from your cloud form. You start to fall for just a split second before you polymorph into a giant eagle. Oh, usher your horse over. That's what I'm going to do. Do that. You're going to flap your wings to guide your horsey over to the path? Mm-hmm. All right. So you guys can hear the rushing, acidic-like liquid bubbling and going over the end. And then Martel says, uh, back back to the bridge? Yeah, back to the bridge. <sighs> so I, I want to I lead my horse back to the bridge with everybody else. And when we get there, I want to take, I want to take like, a shirt or something and wrap it around my horse's face and cover its eyes. Nice. I want to see how well that works. <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to walk I'm going to try to walk my horse across the across the bridge. the bridge? Yes. But this time it's eyes like not this time cuz I didn't try last time. But it's it's eyes are covered. So you take a step onto the bridge. You are pulling your horse across the bridge. You get to roughly the middle of the bridge. I need a deck save, Deborah. I'm going to die again, aren't I? Gelsira, yes. I'm going to need you. 58. Is this just like a straight deck save? Mm-hmm. It's just a straight deck save. So I don't add my proficiency bonus? Are you proficient in Are you proficient in, dex? in dexterity? Oh, play? I am. Then yes. Uh, so 20. <laughs> so you and your horse are on the bridge. The bridge gets a little shaky for a moment. And then you can see planks turning into clawing, gnashing hands as you rush and run off of the bridge. Oh, as the hands try and grip at you and your horse. And you guys hear a loud, high-pitched wail and scream and gnashing of teeth as the bridge 
that was a bridge begins to stand upright and shifts into what is most commonly known as a mimic with two large gnashing maws and four arms and eight eyes, four in the front and four in the back as it looks at you and the horse and simultaneously looks at you and your horse and Martel and Karga, and it looks at you, and it appears this was not just a bridge, which is why Anos didn't want to go over it. Good call, Anos. Anos knew something was amiss. If only someone could talk to animals and find out why the animals didn't want to cross the bridge. That's a fair point. I don't, I don't have that spell prepared. Rough. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't think, I didn't think we'd find any animals in this area. I thought about it. I'm like, we're, we're not going to have any animals. I, don't, I won't need this spell. That's hardcore. <laughs> oh. That's brutal, dog. Rico wins this round. And uh, we will go into initiative, my lovely ladies and lads. Ooh, can I be a lass? You can. Do you want to be a lass? Yes. Ladies and lass? Yes. What's in, hold on, what's the initiative modifier? Your decks. 21. Five, 29. 5. 29, goodness. Well done. Well, since I'm finally... No, just Oops. kidding. I keep forgetting that my initiative already includes my decks. So, 25. And the Mimic got a 7. All right, Neith, you're first. How close am I to the, the Mimic? It is in the middle of the stream. You and your horse are on the other side, so it was 20 feet across. There is now a 10-foot gap between... No, a 5-foot gap between you and the Mimic. So there's the 5-foot gap, the Mimic, 5-foot gap on the other side. All Did you right. guys know that Mimics could be bridges? I figured they could be anything. They so can be anything. This tracks for me. I'm not We've just, surprised. You know, you've never used a Mimic before, and I think we got complacent. Nice. Good times. <laughs> I... I've had a lot of time to think about how I'm going to fuck you guys when I was exploding from both ends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell me more. Um... <laughs> tell me more. Everybody okay, expects a treasure chest to, to be a take... mimic. Nobody ever expects a bridge. I am going to take my last fire grenade. And you said like the mimic kind of like stood up and is mm-hmm. like up and down and uh-huh. like the mouth is like at the top. Yeah, there's mouths. There's a mouth and four eyes facing you, and then a mouth and four eyes facing behind you. And there are two arms in you and your horse's direction, and two more arms in the opposite direction where Ari and Jelly and Martell are. Okay, I'm going to take my last fire grenade that I know works and throw it at the mouth that's facing me. Sweet. Is this thing in the acid? Yeah. Okay. Gross. Sweet. I've rolled to hit. Oh, I need some of that bardic inspiration. Oh, too bad there's no bard here to help with that. No. Um, okay. And he sees me, so there's no sneak attack. I guess it's just, guess it's just, just seven. Oh, you miss. So you throw your fire grenade at the mimic's mouth. It misses and careens wildly across the stream. Off over next to Martel and Ari. And Martel and Ari, there is an explosion next to you guys. You can feel a small shockwave as you hear the explosion of a fire grenade, probably about 15 feet off next to you. 
So it looks like somebody tried to throw a, for a fire grenade and just missed. Hardcore. Neat threw a bomb at us. All right. All right, it's your turn. Okay, and this thing is how far away from me? Sorry. Five feet. There's like a five-foot gap, and then the monster. Oh, dope. Uh, that's pretty better, I think. Hold on. Yeah, there's like the five-foot gap, which would be like a little tiny trench into the stream of acidic-like liquid, then the monster, then a five-foot gap on the other side where Neath is at. <gasps> Wait a minute. Okay. Hold on. I have advantage on those that haven't taken a turn. Oh, okay. So I get a roll again. Oh, okay. Yay! I'm learning how to use my character. <laughs> it's only taken me how long? Not much better. Okay. Mm. Um, 13. Yep. Oh, you still missed. The same thing still, still happens. Miss. Damn. Got so excited. You were so close. I was so close. I know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to fucking fly in there and, and try to slash him with the wakizashi. All righty. Roll a hit. Materialize Zadoichi. There is a hiss in the air as Zadoichi whispers in your ear in Infernal. You call. I have. I am here. Nineteen to hit. You hit. Nice slash. What did we say? That was a D six. I have no idea. Yeah, probably D six. Five damage, and then extra attack while I'm in there. I'm gonna punch. I hoped to punch. Roll a hit. Oh, that's not bad at all. Uh, Twenty-five to hit. That hits. I have a plan. <gasps> nice. 15 damage. Nice. Flurry of blows. Okie dokie. Oh, that one sucked. Uh, 11 to hit. That misses. Yep. That's much better. Uh, 24 to hit. That hits. Nine damage. Nice. Jump back to the shore. It's all your attacks? That's it for now. Till later. How much did I do? A bunch? 180? 29. Not bad. Respectable. Let's see. Martel's on a 13. Martel will try and breath weapon. Oh, shit. Martel. Uh, oh, this is a deck save. Hold on. He doesn't have to roll to hit. What is the decks of a mimic? Plus one. So six versus Martel does not pass the deck save. So Martel is going to do 5d6 damage. He inhales sharply and then exhales loudly and blows his beautiful dragon breath all over this thing. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, sixteen for twenty damage. Nice. And then nice. the mimic screams terribly as Martel unloads his dragon breath all over the creature. And then does he have extra attack? He does have extra attack. And the Martel, much like Ari, will flap his giant wings and will fly for, fly into the Mimic to attempt to shield bash him into submission. Let's go, champ. 11 proficiency. He hits with a 17. And the shield bash is going to do D6 plus 5, 11 damage. Let's go, champ. Champ, let's go. And as he shield bashes into the mimic, he shield bashes through the mimic 
and continues to fly all the way through onto the other side of the stream. And then Superhero lands in front of Neath, covered in gore and dripping body pieces of Mimic flesh. As the Mimic begins to scream high-pitched and almost inaudibly in its death throes as its insides are now pouring and falling out on the outsides as you see internal organs and bubbling fluids begin to drip and eat the mimic away from the inside out and it collapses on the other side where you are at Jelsira and Ari and is now a lifeless corpse that can still be used as a bridge to get across the stream. Cool. So it's a bridge? Do we have I mean, to- it can be used as a bridge. It doesn't look like a bridge. It looks like a dead mimic with a big giant hole in its body, but it can be used as a bridge. But we can get across it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I go across it. Take Anos with you? Yes. He doesn't want to go across the dead mimic. Is it still alive, Anos? <laughs> <laughs> it, it is not alive. It is quite dead. Come on, Anos. I, I tug a little harder. I really want to get across this bridge. All right. Well, with your insistence, he crosses over the mimic, and you hear wet, sloshy footsteps as yeah, you it's gross. trail through, as you as you traipse through entrails, and you can feel like the flesh give way a little bit under your feet, so it feels like a gross, fleshy bl- bridge that you can walk across. Can I make it across? Yeah, you can absolutely make it across. It's not going to, like, it doesn't have any, like, death row sneak attack nonsense it's just a mimic with 58 hp it's just hoping to get a surprise attack on you guys and pull one of you into the murky acidic acid i was hoping to use moonbeam because moonbeam has um uh advantage against shape changers oh nice and if they fail their deck save then they they have to revert back to their original form oh nice very nice like the last form they took Mm -hmm. nice um okay well i i want to take i want to go across the bridge with lucy you can Okay. Lucy does fight with you. She doesn't want to cross the mimic. Uh, I, I want to do an animal handling check to um, try to like comfort her to get oh, her to okay. go across with me. So so I'm proficient in this. I remembered how to play, finally. Nice. Congrats. Ooh, even with my 15? Yeah, that's good enough to get okay. Lucy to, to cross the bridge. Lucy. Calm her down a little bit. Okay, so we go across the bridge. Yep. You guys get across the bridge, the clopping of horse hooves, squish, yep, into the fleshy hide of the mimic. You are so glad I went first. Trapesing through X trails. Yeah, it's it's a fun time, but you guys all safely get across the stream. Hell yeah, we're the best. Congratulations, guys. You, it. you beat a mimic. Fuck yeah. It's 500 million XP. It's not really. <laughs> it's gonna be like They're the boss XP. monster. <laughs> The mimic is not a boss monster. They're the dragons. Well, you I guess expecting. back to where we left off, huh? No, we're keeping going forward. Yeah, yeah, keep going forward. So you have killed as you've killed the mimic. The <coughs> sounds that were to the left and right have ended. Now Ooh. you just hear the wails and cries of women and children in front of you. We did something. The tricks never end. Continue on, my wayward friends. I. Would like to go first. Ari lets you. I have blind sense. Yeah, meat shield. So I am aware of any hidden or invisible creature within 10 feet. So I want to go first to see if I can like end up sensing anything 
<laughs> may look different. Sure. Sure. Sounds good. Martel will ride side by side with you. I appreciate that. That way he can defend if necessary. I guess I'll take up the rear. Get in the middle. Take it up the rear. Classic Ari. <laughs> the finer things in life. So you guys get <laughs> a couple more miles. And you see in front of you a rather large loudspeaker cart uh, being pulled by two horses. There is someone sitting on a bench of the cart that is swinging a sword wildly because what is harassing that coach is a rather large retinue of undead the screaming and the crying that you guys were hearing are from the presumably women and children in the back of the coach flanked and surrounded the by the coach are knights with like helmets and breastplates swords and shields and it looks like it is surrounded by at least three four rows deep of clawing and gnashing undead and it looks like these folks are doing all that they can to protect the women and children in the cart and save their own lives you said that there it's like four deep four yeah four deep all the way around so imagine my phone is the cart Uh uh-huh there is a oval around the cart and there is four rows deep of undead every time a knight or the coachman kills one of the undead, another just fills in to take its place. Ah, shit. I pull out my explosive arrows, and I would like to to sneak attack, sneak attack. Ari sees this happen and says, careful. But I'm aiming for the ones, like, at the very back. The 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 fourth row. Yes, I'm aiming for the fourth row. You're not aiming for the head of the zombie in front of the coachman. No, I'm aiming for the back (laughs) of the fourth row. I mean, it's still going to explode, but I'm hoping to give some... Some buffer, and and would I be able to use my sneak attack with that? Yeah. All right, I shoot. Sweet, roll to hit. Wow, why? Okay, Great. Great hold job. on. Was it a one? Nope. I am proficient in this, so less than a nine becomes a 10. Also, you have advantage before, well, if you make an action oh, before yeah, somebody they else makes turn. their action. Okay, I was getting there, I was getting there. <laughs> So anything under a 10, automatically okay, becomes cool. a 10. Yeah, so yeah, anything under a 10, I'll make So 13, so 17, 18, 18, 20. Oh, yeah, you're definitely going to hit this brute squad. Oh, of thank goodness. Okay, so I hit. Um, can I have some D6, please, dear? <laughs> what? Get some D6. <laughs> Vitamin D6. Yeah. Vitamin dicks. Yes. <laughs> So 17, 27, so 30, hold on, 36, 36 damage. So you guys see Neith, without hesitation, pluck an arrow from her quiver. She quickly knocks it into her longbow and releases you hear the whip of the wind as a string of the longbow cuts through the air. You hear the arrow whistle. 
and plunk right into the back of a zombie. Ooh, question. Are they surprised? Yeah. I get a critical hit. So that means twice the damage, right? It's it's really irrelevant. This is going to be a brute squad. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, sure. Uh, We'll say, what, 30? We'll say 74. Okay. So... Then there is a small click sound that echoes through the air, and then there is a large explosion that explodes outward from the chest cavity of the zombie, yeah. and there is a small shock wave that that bursts outwards with flame and entrails as 47 zombies are caught in the blast yes. and um, are split pretty much basically in half the coachman looks up surprised to see the explosion but then the look of terror that was on his face is quickly replaced with a look of surprise and hope as he beams in your guys's direction of those 74 zombies the torsos begin to crawl in your guys's direction And we'll go into initiative. Like the hands and arms are like crawling at you guys as they're trailing behind them (sighs) pieces of their stomachs and intestines and like portions of their lung is like dragging on the floor or the floor, the ground behind them. There is a wet sloshing sound as 74 half zombies (laughs) begin crawling in your guys' direction. That was 47. It was thirty. It was thirty-seven doubled seventy-four. I thought that was the damage. Yeah, and it's a brute squad. So the amount of damage is the number of fuckers mm-hmm. we got to kill now. Yeah, way to go, dummy. That's that's how I've always done brute squad. Twenty-two. Twenty-two initiative. What do you mean? Twenty. I just saved that wagon. And a doomed Coachman us all. At least. What was your initiative, Ari? Twenty million. Twenty million. Neath, you said twenty. Josira? Five. Yikes. How is your initiative only a five? What's your dex modifier? Three. You rolled a two? Mm-hmm. She's the best at rolling low. <laughs> there is a talent that I think you should pick up. It's called alert. It gives you plus five to your initiative roll, and you can't be surprised while you're conscious. It's pretty dope. Oh, I didn't roll for Marco. Mm-hmm. Ari casts alert on <laughs> Josira. Oh, not 20 for Martel. What's his dex? Oh, nope. Oh, plus in 25. 50. Dope. So this number is now not 400. It is now 326. And the knights around the wagon begin to keep fighting, and the coachman begins to keep fighting. Uh, let's make this a round encounter. You guys will have. Let's give it this many rounds before the coach becomes overwhelmed and everybody around it is dead best of luck to you guys oh boy balls and uh martel goes first good job martel way to go nailed it critical hit oh he just rolled a nat 20 on his initiative yeah and he's also gonna roll a nat 20 on this hit yeah, right. I wish. Watch. Um, Martel will jump up into the air, flap with his wings, and come down into the horde of the 74 torsos and smash his warhammer into, I guess, one of the torsos. 16 plus 5 is 
21 plus his proficiency bonus, 27. Yeah, he's going to hit. And he will then pop one of his spells for Divine Smite. So we're going to look at 2d6 plus 1d4 plus 10d8. Here we go. 4, 10, 11. Ouch. 18, 26, 34. Jesus. Uh, 42, 46, 49, uh, 52, 59. Nice. 62 damage. Nice. As there is a divine smite explosion in the ground that ripples and cracks the ground up into the torsos. So of the 74 torsos that were crawling at you guys, there are now a remainder of five of them (laughs) as 69 of them erupt into purplish golden holy fire as Martel roars loudly at the coach, causing some of the zombies at the coach to turn around and now look at Martel and you guys. And then there is a loud roar from the knights around the cart that seem to be now reinvigorated as a holy paladin just smashed into a horde of crawling torsos. Dope. Uh, Neith, it's your turn. Let's go, Neith. Do do all the damage. <laughs> all of it. That was actually really, really well rolled for Martel. For our best boy. He's He's a good paladin. He's a level 20 paladin, though, so... Okay, so I just see a bunch of these torsos crawling Paladin towards me. There are path. five torsos crawling towards you. There used to be 74. The other 69 of them have erupted into holy, holy divine light as Martel crashes into them. That's his shooting star move. He's a big fan. <laughs> he doesn't have a shield or anything, does he? No, just Hades Mercy Cudgel. Same thing. Yeah. Same Same diff. Which is appropriate, Martel fighting these undead. Yeah, Martel's appropriate. He's pretty G. I love paladins. They're a lot of fun. He's he's a, my best friend. You guys are BFFs. More than he and Payne. Just do like a double slash suicide attack. Ooh, Don't need to suicide Drink attack. Drink a firebomb and then rush into the next crowd. She used her last one. Oh, fuck. No, I used my last reliable one. Oh, that's right. There were a couple that may or may not work. Yes. That's right. I forgot about that. I'm glad you reminded this me because I would best... have forgotten all about that. No, I still have eight grenades. This is the best place to test this, I think. Just well, toss them into I'm zombie crap. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to take one of my fire grenades. These are one of the ones where, what was it, like 75% oh, will 99% work. 99% chance they work. Um, And I, I toss one towards the five torsos wow does this one work oh it almost didn't 96 so you toss a fire (laughs) grenade into the five torsos and i rolled a hit 58 yeah i rolled a a 90 and a six on my d100 and d10 what the heck what'd you roll i rolled a three well good for you you can throw it into the ground and it will still explode because they are just torsos crawling at you oh well thank goodness they've got great ac no, they don't. Air conditioning. <laughs> I mean, technically, they're like prone, right? What is your What is your AC while you're prone? I'm pretty sure it's like less than ten, 
or maybe you have an advantage. I think to you, said roll. you just have disadvantage if you're prone. Yeah, a prone creature's only action is to crawl. What about an prune? attack roll against the creature has advantage? So, I mean, you you can sixteen was my next. Yeah, you're one. going to hit. Yeah, you hit. Yay! Roll damage. Roll your damage. Fifty okay. million. Do at least five. I don't think you can do less than five. Don't challenge her. Twenty-two. So it's the five, five remaining torsos that were crawling towards you guys, um, yell out to the best of a zombie's ability to yell out as they are, yeah, something like that, as they are overtaken by a shockwave and fire that now explodes. And it's really, really cool. As the fire explodes, it begins to burn like the dried grass and plants around you guys and the cart, so now there's like a ring of fire around you guys and the cart and the knights. Sexy. Sexy. Josiah, it's your turn. Fell into... How many are left? From what you can count, roughly 326 oh. around the cart. Didn't Whoa, you, didn't... what? Okay, so... So they're still basically forming a circle around the cart then. Oh, yeah, because every time a zombie dies in the front, it fills back in. How far away are they from us? Oh, probably about 20 feet. Mm. And I'm assuming they're pretty, they're right up against the cart, right? Uh, They're trying to be. There are knights and a coachman doing their best to keep the zombies from World War Z crawling all over the cart and eating them or murdering them wholesale. Fighting waves and waves of the undead. It's a ton of fun. Are they all on the ground? Yeah. So they pretty much all have disadvantage then. Well, I mean, the ones that are standing that are not oh. torsos, like there were there were just the 74 that were torsos that would have had disadvantage. The other 326 are gnashing and clawing their way at the knights and the coachman and the uh, the cart. Judo chop. You can hear little kids crying in terror and screaming and hyperventilating. You can hear mothers praying to whatever gods that will listen to them. Pray to Ari. Okay, so I'd like to cast Sunburst, but I want to be really careful about this. So this is the brilliant sunlight in 60-foot radius. So I want to cast it far enough away from them where it's um, it's basically just the edge of the circle is only going to get to the zombies but not so far that it's going to get to the coach and the knights. Gotcha. 5, 10, 5, 10, 15, 20. So from the back of the wall of zombies to the coach is roughly 25 feet. So 35 feet of your cone would have to be... Wait, is it a cone or is it a straight line? It's a, it's a circle. And basically, I choose a point... And then it's like 60 feet from the point. From the point? Yeah, and it's at a range of 150 feet. So I can make it go to like, it doesn't have to be right in front of us. It could be like to the left or to the right. Gotcha. So you would need to do the math of the rate of the circle to see where you would need to place that point. So it goes into the wall of zombies, but stops at the, at the knights defending. So you exactly. have about 20 feet to play with. Mm-hmm. So you would have to cast it about forty feet away from the wall of zombies to right. get it to get the to get twenty feet into the zombies. Right. Right. Yeah. Is that right? Does that math track? Sixty feet, forty feet away. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I'm good with it. Sweet. 
so that's what I like to cast. And also, uh, so basically every creature within the radius, you need to make a con save. They, and uh, undead have disadvantage against it. And if they fail the con save, then they take 12d6 radiant damage. You were going to need to roll 12d6 126 times. <laughs> Does anybody have any D6s? See, I'm going to go smoke. (laughs) (laughs) No, roll 12D6, because I will have you just do that damage to the entire circle. I'm not going to make you roll 12D6 126 times. What was your initiative? Five. Five. Oh, did I get a turn at some point? Oh, shit. Did I skip you, Ari? Yeah. Uh, You can go after Jelly. That now. Because she's already cast her spell. Yeah, don't say anything. This is great. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm just, you know, this is obviously happening. Okay, 12d6. Ooh, six. Nine. If they've got disadvantage, they're not going to make their con save. 14. Because I'm going to take the lesser of the two. Let's just see what I would have rolled. You're going to roll two 20s. Uh, That's an eight. 20. And that's an 18. I would have to take the eight. 22. Nailed it. That passes. 23. No, it sure doesn't. Uh, 23 radiant damage. 23 radiant damage? Mm Mm-hmm. Wait, that was 12d6? Oh, Couldn't no, never possibly. mind. I mean, you could just never even mind. take no. the average. I, only, oh, I rolled shit. six. God okay, damn. I need to roll six more times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, Hand over all those d6s. What happened? Yeah, I got a whole bunch right here. <laughs> Fucking unreal. Ari's going to say, anybody got a bunch of d6s? 34. Some more. Uh, uh, 36. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll need them. 39. 42. Nice roll. 12d6, 42. Mm-hmm. Shit, yeah. 42. More zombies explode as a brilliant circle of sun lights up the battlefield, nearly blinding the knights in front of it if they didn't have their helmets on and walls of undead in front of them. You guys can now smell burnt, rotting flesh on the air, just adding to more of the dead skin and flesh that's falling in the air around you guys, as there is a large cheer of the knights on the left side as they see almost an entire wall of zombies disintegrate into brilliant golden sunlight. Oh, also, for what it's worth, um, the spell dispels any darkness in the area that was created by a spell. I don't know if that's going to have any effect on it. It will not have an I effect just against I the Necromancer's that. magic. Okay. At least not with at least four more fonts still active. Dope. Uh, oh, one other thing. Um, as a bonus action, do any of the knights look like they're damaged? No, man. They're dead. They're holding their own. But, so, no. okay, so they don't need any healing. Not that you can tell. Okay. healing. Okay, I'm going to hold on that then. Okay, that's my turn. All right, Ari, go ahead. Sorry, I skipped you, dog. I'm gonna like shadow step over to a, an undamaged area of the horde. You know, like Jelly went over and damaged another area, and yeah, you would so have I'll the, go to right, the right, or right back. Okay, I'm gonna shadow step over to the right, and then breath weapon a bunch of zombies nice. in a area. Okay, Casserole to save. Oh no, they're undead. They don't make their deck save. <laughs> Stupid and slow. <laughs> they fail. Oh, there's some bad bad rolls in there, but that's okay. Mortel's already used his breath weapon for the day. He can't use it again. Poor guy. Feels bad. Well, you know, 14 damage. It's not, not terrible, but... So you guys see Ari there for just a moment. And then out of the corner of your eye, you 
see what appears to be an after image or a silhouette of Ari. And then in the moment of a blink, as you're trying to figure out, well, what the fuck was that? Ari is now over towards the right side of the cart and exhaling a large cone of fire into the wall of undead. How much damage was it? 14. 14? Nice. 14 more zombies go up into flame. Can I extra attack? Yeah. I pop in there and start punching zombies then. Roll to hit. Fuck yeah. Uh, 15 to hit. That'll hit. Fuck yeah. Doing 10 damage. Flurry of blows. 20 to hit. That hits. Oh, fuck yeah. 17 damage. So now we're up to 27? Yes. Uh, 13 to hit? That misses. Yeah, okay. That's That's it for me for now. After Ari exhales his dragon breath, you guys see him run through the remaining fire cloud left behind. And then there are beautiful, brilliant flashes of keys from fist and knees and the glint of his gauntlets as he begins popping off heads and torsos of you did 37 I didn't keep track of the damage. It's my fault. I think, I think that's it was twenty-seven. Right. Yeah, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven with the punches. Yep. With all the punches. as twenty-seven more zombies are punched into obliteration, their heads exploding like a watermelon being smashed with a oh gosh, like what are those um, mallet vices that oh. are controlled by um, the pneumatics? The uh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. I love watching those videos. Yeah, me too. I forget <laughs> what they're called, but I love watching those videos. Hydraulic and, press. Ah, that's it. Hydraulic press. Thank you. As their heads just explode, just like that. I love it. Uh, 70 minus 27 is 43. I almost forgot how to math. It's not important to math. It math. is hella important, kids. Don't listen to Ari. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Is there a mathematic? Something. And that takes us back to the top of the round. The round count is down one. And it will be, oh, Martel's turn on the next episode of Some Would Play. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, listen next week as they try to beat this horde and save the lives of these innocent town folk. Spoiler alert, we do. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Some Would Play, a production of the Outsanity Network. Join us again next week as the story continues. Find us online at www.somewouldplay.com and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Some Would Play. Deborah is at Sonia Taki. Rico is at R1C0. Daphne is at Dafterthought. And I am Psychedelic M. If you enjoy the show, please tell your friends and share it with others. And remember, in real life, you needn't roll for initiative, so just seize it. <laughs>